welcome back to podcast number 63 on those lovable wizards have had a little break over the summer but now they're back 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 so let's tune in now to catch up with all the latest that's hipping and hopping rocking and bopping with those crazy wizards on the trust the wizards podcast <laughs> all right kicker all right where you been well, around and about, you know. No special. Oh, yeah. Uh, see anyone down there? Mutual friends, you know, acquaintances, or, or anything? No, no, not really. Uh, nobody about there. No one down there now? No, no, not really. All right, what were you talking about when I came in? What, you, you mean just, just now? Yeah, just, just as I walked in. Oh, well, you know, just just different things, really, you know. Nothing, nothing specific, you know. You weren't talking about you know, everything that's been going on in the news and... Then. No, no, I don't. I don't know where you got that from. No, you know we we talked about different things, but we we never mentioned the news. Oh, you don't have to worry about that.
my name is Rebel Rickett, and I'm here in the post-apocalypse nightmare that is the dystopian world of Brexit Britain. Looking through the smoke and rubble, I can see a man who, clad in leather, wearing a trilby like the rest of his hoodlum gang, as they wield nailed-laden cricket bats and go on another looting raid for tea and scones. Well, this is Britain. He says, now we're out of the EU, do we get artists like Rihanna, Drake and Kanye? And is that the technical end of civilization? It's Sharitho Garbanzo. Very well, little brother. And dressed in his ripped and shredded Red Army uniform, fresh from the latest battles fought for the Corbynista faction, the brave romantic army that proclaimed that we have no guns, no bombs and no planes, just a fire in our hearts and a dream of a better, fairer world. Unfortunately, having no guns, no bombs and no planes really worked against them in this war and now they are reduced to a husk of a force and as our beloved hero lies in a pool of his own blood struggling for his last words, we say we will miss you. Kicker of Elves. Oh, all right, comrade. So the next track we're going to have on the Trust the Wizards podcast is, I think, probably the first Turner Prize winner it is. that we've ever featured. Uh, and he, this person won the Turner Prize in 2001. Do you know what for? Light goes on, light goes off. And do you know what happened in that particular installation? The light went on, mm -hmm. then the light went off again. Mm. More than once. Many, many times. Many, Over many a period times. of days. Many, many times, yes. Work number 227 by, of course, Martin Creed, yeah. uh, who is also a musician. And uh, he's got a new album out this year. He's not very prolific as a, as a musician, but he's got a new album out called Thoughts Lined Up. Uh, which isn't out yet, or at least I haven't got it. So uh, I've decided to uh, play you a track from his first album, which is the album Mind Trap, uh, which featured songs, so yeah, normal sort of songs, well I say normal, strange little songs alongside strange long instrumental songs. Um, and he's supported on this album by Andy Knowles, who you'll know from Fiery Furnaces, that's right, and, and Franz Ferdinand. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, he's, he's on drums on this. There's a song called Don't Tell Me, uh, which combines a clear distaste for any form of authority uh, and liberal usage of profanities. And so very much my kind of guy, the fucker. Don't you prick, don't you cock, don't 
drink it slow That's what I know That was Ben Folds there with uh, the phone in the pool. Hmm. Uh, and That's not going to work, is it? Phone in the pool. Hmm. You think the phone would work in the pool? Yeah, I don't know. They're getting better. Oh, yeah? One of these days, yeah. you'll be able to answer the phone the underwater. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Probably not in that green pool in Rio de Janeiro. Though. I think that, that would Slide. destroy everything. Yeah. He didn't throw his phone in there. He threw it in a pool in New Orleans. Fair call. Yeah, and yeah. probably not, not green New Orleans. No. Yeah. So anyway, I'm playing that because we went to see Ben Folds. Uh, there's a blog on a tremendous website called TrustTheWizards.com. Uh, <laughs> I'm not aware of it. I don't know you've seen that. Uh, very well received, obviously. Well, what, what happened? I, I, I was I supposed to be going, and then I was, I was ill. I was yeah. genuinely ill. So uh, Mrs. Garbanzo went, yeah. and uh, she took the, um, one of her mates. Who Did she give one of her usual caustic reviews? No, she loved it. Did she? Yeah, she really liked it. Yeah, I think you were less positive about the review in your review than she was. She really liked it. She, yeah. but she liked all of it, even yeah, the classical yeah. bits. Yeah, yeah, all of it. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. Classical bits. bits. There were classical bits. Yeah. How did that go down with you then? Um, I like classical music live. Do you? Uh, but I didn't like that because I was edgy. Mm. Because I thought I've come to see Ben Folds actually. Mm. So ten minutes of six people playing classical music. Mm. It's not Ben Folds. Is, is he it? not playing the classical music himself? No, he let them come on first and do a bit. Oh, then he came on, did a song. Then he went off again. Oh, right. I thought, oh, is it going to be all he's, so he's, clever? He's quite a sweary sort, isn't he? He wasn't particularly sweary that night. Although no. he did do, did do, give me my money back, you bitch thing no. in a very strange you way. Like that one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But no, it, it was. You fantastic. didn't invite me though, did you? I did invite you. Yes, <laughs> did <laughs> did you remember? Did yeah. you? That was know. the thing. I invited both of you, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then. You both said no, yeah. and I sort of held back and getting a ticket, thinking, no, oh, probably it's not going to happen. Mm. And then Sharitha says, oh, okay, I've got my tickets now. Oh, yeah, typically um, Sharitha moved that. Yeah, w- yeah, where are you sitting? I don't know, yeah. I'm not going to tickets. Yeah. Anyway, so then just a few days before, I, I went again, and I saw it was, there was tickets available on the front row. I thought, brilliant. Oh. Yeah. And then I got there, and it was actually on the back row. <laughs> I just, ah. I just uh, looked at it wrong. Uh, yeah. Um, but uh, I think what was interesting to me is that you know Benfold Five is you know sort of a more hard rocking thing, and these were ballads, and this is his solo stuff, and oh. songs like Landed was particularly fantastic. Mm. So yeah, it was a cracking gig. Where was it? Uh, the Philharmonic Hall in Liverpool. Oh, was it? Yeah, 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 They're not yeah. far from me then, really. No, so no, I could have gone. Could have gone, but <laughs> yeah. you didn't want to. I didn't want to. <laughs> Before that, though. Ah, oh, yeah, Martin Creed. Yeah, he's quite yeah. scary as well, isn't he? Yeah. Well, in 2012, he released a double A-sided single. Yes, that's right. Where, and the A-side was called "Fuck Off." Yeah. Do you know what the B-side was die. called? Die. Yeah. Fuck off. Fuck off and die. Yeah. Yeah. That, I like the way in that song that he, in the bit where he's saying, um, "Don't tell me yeah. 
what don't tell me what to do don't tell me what to say yeah. and he goes uh, you wanker yeah mm-hmm. and then he goes through quite a lot of different yeah. swear words he, does, he yeah. goes wanker yeah so he's, he's gone big quite he early went now. big yeah, yeah yeah he's gone yeah, straight true. in with wanker yeah. yeah he's not building up to it he could have started with something a bit tamer but he's gone straight in with wanker yeah then he then it kind of tempers down a bit wanking you get tame what piss face and like that no he doesn't say piss face oh, no, he you're going to go milder than wanker well, you know, you you you're not toss it, not you're not, not you know. No, um, carry on. Sorry, sorry. Anyway, so, so he goes wanker, then he goes milder. Git, git yeah. is milder than wanker. It isn't is, it? Yeah, yeah. You know, we should be playing play your cards right now. And <laughs> <laughs> so you wanker, it's an excellent you git, game, you tit, you shit. Mm. Well, obviously, they go together because they kind of rhyme. Well, they do rhyme. You, you prick, <laughs> they sound you the same cock, way. you cunt. Mm. You wiener, mm. which is a bit, a bit lame after no, cars, yeah, really. Yeah. He's let himself gone, down there. Yeah. Yeah. But then I like the way it's like a it's like a piece of classical music. It's like a mm. baroque piece of music with a, with with a strict structure and formation because he co- brings it back to wanker again. So he starts mm. and ends mm. with the same thing. Mm. Yeah. I think we all do that start then with wanking. Uh, back at the start of the podcast, we had our little um, intro to the McCluskey track. If you know what song. We lifted that dialogue from what song we were paying homage to. We were homaging. Mm. Then uh, please email, tweet in. Mm. You know the drill. There will be a prize. Will there? Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll give. We'll give a, if you know what, what the song is, we'll give you a prize. A lock of my okay. hair. But in that intro, we alluded to the fact that not a lot has gone on since we last recorded the podcast. Mm. We were, of course, being sarcastic. Mm. Since we last got together, there's been Brexit vote, Chilcot inquiry. All kinds of for Euros. Portugal have won the Euros. The government's the, fallen. The pig fuckers the, the, fucked the, off. The, the, the Labour Party's uh, well done. What the Labour Party's done. We have a new Prime Minister. Leeds lost first game of the season three 0 Indeed. But they've been knocked out the FL Cup. It's all been happening. Mm. So I'm going to play two songs in response to all of that. Oh. Uh, but in particular, the Brexit thing. Uh, I'm going to play a song in which the narrator is walking down the high road. It could be it could be Finchley High Road, Chiswick High Road, Seven Sisters High Road. Leightonstone High Road, but given that the narrator is Joe Strummer, I think it's probably Kilburn High Road. And the song's lyrics celebrate uh, the diversity of food and drink choices available on that road. It's like a global kitchen as he's walking down that road. Later on in the song, when, he's, when someone asks him what kind of music he makes, he tries to describe his music similarly as a, as a clash, a clash <laughs> of different styles and cultures. Uh, and all of that really resonates with me because uh, where I used to live, uh, there's a quarter, a half a mile walk or so, or so from the tube station to my flat in Shippers Bush. And uh, just this morning, I made a list of all the places I could remember that were part that I passed by and sometimes at at. Mm. Uh, it was Oki's Caribbean takeaway, Chinese takeaway, Quasi's Roti Hut. Uh, there was the Kleftiko, the Greek place, the Nepalese Tandoori, Damascus Gate Lebanese Bakery, a fish and chip shop. Uh, the Turkish Caf, which probably had a name, but I just called it the Turkish Caf. The Al Dimashki supermarket, the Habanera Mexican type place, King Solomon's kebab shop, one of my personal favourites. <laughs> uh, the Idman, uh, the Vine Leaves Greek Taverna, uh, the the Polish restaurant with the name that I, I, it starts with ML. I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce <laughs> it. Uh, the Red Sea restaurant, which served Eritrean food. Mm. I don't think I ever went in that actually, but the Maltese Caf. Various Irish pubs and even the USA represented with the KFC. Mm. Uh, and when I first moved there, it was quite an eye opener and a, and a palate widener for a 21 year old because probably the most exotic food I'd eaten up until then was spaghetti or something like that, pasta. 
Uh, so in the wake of a lot of the rhetoric around the Brexit vote about what makes Britain great, I wanted to play a song that celebrates multiculturalism. And the other aspect of the, the what's been going on in the last few months that, that's really been bothering me and concerning me is this uh, idea, it's not a new idea, but it seems to have become a perfectly acceptable opinion to hold that, uh, you know, you have your mortgage and your car and your holidays and whatever, and you've earned that because you have a job and, and you work hard. And if somebody else in the next street or in the next town or in the next country doesn't work or can't afford a mortgage, then basically our message to them is uh, tough shit, fuck you, not my problem, mate. Well, it is our problem, it's our responsibility, and it's our duty as human beings. We are supposed to be sentient, intelligent animals capable of logic and reason. Uh, you'll all be very familiar with the song I'm going to play. It's been a massive hit single at least twice. But whilst it's playing, try and forget that you know this song and have a close listen to the words with fresh ears because they're fantastic. Think about every person on this planet. Uh, forget about the borders between countries. Your nationality is just a freak accident of birth. Every person on the planet is your brother and you are strong enough to carry him. His welfare is your concern. The life is a long road from which there is no return. And whilst we're on the way there, why not share? He ain't heavy, he's your brother. Yeah. 
walking down the high road. And this guy stops me. He just got in from New Zealand. And he was looking for mushy bees. I said, no. We haven't really got around here. But we do got Oh, deep in me, strictly Hindi doll, doll And I'm walking down the road We got rocks all locked up on me That crush and beans right down With it or without With it or without Bagel soft or simply hard Let me sort of have a cup of water Toxic and banana We got Aki, Lassie, Somali, Wacky, Baki Back home, you know what Dicker's all about. What Dicker's all about. Welcome, stranger. To the humble neighborhoods. You get inspiration along the high road. Homeless couscous in the juice of both the both the salami and salami and the family on the go. A welcome, stranger, there's no danger.
Wow. Well, that was, of course, uh, Bindi Baji uh, by Jostrum and the Mescalaros. And when I saw these two songs put together, yeah. I thought, I hope he's thinking the same way I'm thinking. That, you know, you have the Brexit vote and all the rest of it. Now, you can argue, we, I don't think we agree necessarily huh? on whether we stay in or go out of the European Union. But that's, that's a debate about governance of, you know, relations with the countries. That's not about racism. Yeah. You know, yeah. and you can be with, you know, you can campaign for open borders. You can p- campaign for a tolerant liberal immigration policy. You know, in or outside the EU, mm. from my perspective. But I think well, it's tolerance, was, isn't it? We were asking for exactly, yeah. exactly. But what, what the brilliant thing about the George Strummer song is that what we don't get enough of is celebrating, you know, the contribution that's made from different cultures clashing together, that's and right. you know, clashing together, clashing yeah. together. There you go. You yeah. see, and, and and I love listening to that song. You know, because it really brings home the richness of of those cultures. Absolutely. Uh, and yeah, I went out and and. Putting it together with the first one about he and Hayes, my brother, I thought, fantastic. Mm. I couldn't well, it, it, cele- I mean, it celebrates overweight male siblings everywhere, doesn't it, the first song? That's what I understand. Yeah. But... yeah well, it is sung, we should mention that it is sung by, well said, um, yes. uh, by two brothers, two actual brothers. Yes. Uh, David Ruffin and Jimmy Ruffin, and the album is called, is it um, Am I My Brother's Keeper or something like that? It's called I Am My Brother's I, Keeper. Yeah. Am I a Brother's Keeper, mm. which was uh, re-released on Motown label a few years ago. And he's fucking great. Mm. So, yeah, no, um, very, very nice pairing of songs. Yeah, and he's the guy from The Temptations, is he? Uh, David Ruffin is the guy That's from The funny. Temptations. That he's got the sort of gruffer voice of the two. Yeah. Jimmy Ruffin is was a Motown solo star. He yeah. did um, What Becomes of the Broken Hearted and I'll Say Forever My Love, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. But he was the one. If you read uh, Detroit. Was that a really big book that you? Had? Yeah, the really big one. Yeah. yeah, well, he's a big, big feature in it. Is he? Because he's, he's a part big, of the movie. He's a big character. David, David Ruffin. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he he died. He was a heavy drug user. Yeah, a big yeah. heavy drug user. Yeah. Yeah. But he you know was what? with Tammy Terrell, wasn't he? As well. I think. He he. Yeah. Well, allegedly, you know, I've got no proof. Yeah. But he did have a fight with Tammy Terrell, who then went on to have a brain tumor. Ah. I, I'm not saying David had anything to do with it, yeah, right. uh, but other people have, have suggested as such. Oh, really? uh, and also, he was he That's was in the Temptations. You know, when Dinah Ross became Dinah Ross and the Supremes, yeah. so did that. He wanted it to be David Ruffin and the Temptations, ah. but they weren't off keen on that. Um, Mr. of Elves uh, uh, tugged on my coat and said, "You like this," <laughs> uh, and. Because I've got a, a, an interesting, nay, obsessive uh, interest in the creative process, I'd say. Uh, I like to know the details of, of, of how things were made. Uh, and he said, well, and you're an XTC obsessive. I said, I am. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, Andrew pa- Andy Partridge got together with a guy called Tom Bernhardt uh, to write a book called Complicated Game, which was actually a, a, an online project where um, he, would, he would say to Andy Partridge, let's meet up tomorrow and let's talk about this one song. Uh, and they talked about hundreds and hundreds of XTC songs. Well, and not hundreds. Was it not? No. There's only 30 in the book. I think that's all they talked about. No, no, no. There's, talked about more than no there's plenty more online. Oh, OK. Um, but then he picked out 30. Oh, really? yeah, yeah, OK. Picked out 30, which, which, A, you can publish in a book, and also gave a sort of narrative thread of the band's progress and all the rest of it. Um, and it's a fantastic read. I mean, if you, if you are obsessed uh, and obsessed by stupid details like that. Uh, but I think... But the downside of it is Andy Parsons uses humour to not reveal parts of himself. Yeah. So when he started asking you know personal questions like about about his wife's infidelity, <laughs> rather than have giving long answers, he just said, "Yes, that was before that." 
<laughs> and when he started talking about, about him getting together with the next wife, um, you know, he doesn't really want to go into that. He, he, he deflects and uses humour. But if you want to get inside XTC and understand the, the arc of the, the creativity, there is no better uh, resource than that. But anyway, the song I'm going to play, uh, because I'll tell you what it did do, is it focused on songs that I didn't even remember, like Wrapped in Grey, mm. saying this is an absolute classic, you must well, listen to Well, Rook, particularly, I thought was very interesting, because that, that's a song that I, I've not really thought a lot about, no. but he says it's his favourite song. Yeah. Andy Pumps, it's his yeah. favourite song, so I definitely went back and listened to that with different ears. Yeah, and Church of Women, things like that. Yeah. Really good. Uh, but the one, the one that really interested me, when uh, he's... He's at the point he's struggling in his marriage. He's being pursued by a woman called Erica, who seems to be a, a daughter of a famous film director. He's in the he's in the studio, and she tracks him down, uh, and he says to her, "Oh, come here, sit down, and listen to this song that I've just written." And the song is about you. You're so dying to get together with someone. You're so much falling in love that all the objects around you are screaming at you, "Take the next step." And so he's singing this song, which is about her, which is saying kiss me now <laughs> he finishes the song she kisses him he goes oh my god what are you doing i'm married and then and then stumbles off embarrassed into the control room so yeah. <laughs> with here's xtc with seagull screaming kiss her kiss her
From the song Seagull Screaming Kisser Kisser, we had the band Seagull Screaming Kisser Kisser. So we did there. Uh, and uh, that they're a Japanese band, and that's uh, that song is called Pretty in Pink, uh, but it's not that Pretty in Pink. No. And it's from uh, a Cherry Red compilation CD, mm. uh, which I've just passed to my colleague Kicker Rebel. Yeah, What's it called? It's, it's called My Favourite Flavour. My Favourite Flavour. It okay. includes the likes of Busy Signals, Imperial Teen, Masters of the Hemisphere, and lots of other bands I've never heard of. Yeah, but it's uh, stereo total. I had total. Yes, I know them. Uh, yeah, I had. An, I had no idea that that seagull screaming kisser kisser took their name from a song. I did not know there was a song called that. So, oh, really? so when you uh, put this on your oh, on your right. list saying we were going to play this on the next podcast, I thought, hang on a minute, there's a band called that. Mm. Yeah. Well, I've never heard of them, and they were t- ten years. They were knocking this stuff out, and it's fantastic. Yeah, very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Have you, can we go back to the XTC song? Uh-huh, yeah. Cause it's, it's, That's an interesting song. I don't know. It is an interesting know that song. Yeah. Well, it, struck, it struck me that the, something that came up in that, there's a, like you said, Rebel, there's a, there's a chapter on each song, isn't mm. there? Um, and the chapter that's written about uh, Seagull screaming kissa kissa really also talks about the bird imagery because, of course, there's skylarking the album, there's mm. rock and there's various other things. And actually there's a lot of that. Uh, in his writing, which I, again, I hadn't really noticed until reading that book. Uh, Next up, we're going to play the opening track from uh, the new CD by David Leach. Uh, The CD is called Nothing Concrete, and you can get it from his his Bandcamp page. Uh, David Leach has recently been on tour supporting The Time Machine, uh, an interesting couple of interesting things happened when they played in in Liverpool recently. If you go on our blog, you'll read about that. They, to cut a long story short, they ended up playing a, a gig. David Leach and the Time Machine ended up playing a gig in Kicker of Elves' back garden. They did, yes, that's uh, true. and and uh, fantastic it was too. We we even made the uh, what was it? The Morecambe Black the Morecambe Visitor. The Morecambe Visitor, <laughs> which is yeah. not the person who visits Morecambe. It's a newspaper. <laughs> it's a newspaper. It's a local newspaper. Yeah. Uh, but uh, David is it also played at, at uh, Going Up the Country that I attended recently, a, a festival in, in Congleton in Cheshire. Um, and uh, I spent a bit of the time the day before having a few drinks with him and a thoroughly nice uh, a chap he is too. Mm. Uh, this is a very amusing song, makes me smile a lot, and it's called Office Dinner. This could go one of two ways. 
This could be the best night ever Or something I regret till the end of my days The end of my days The buff IT guy is showing off his new Aldi This car-shaped penis extension doesn't impress the secretary At the far end of the table the waiter is taking pics 16 iPhone photos of drunken people with chopsticks An awkward silence descends as we run out of things to say It turns out talking shop is really hard to do all day We've got a table booked for 16 at 7.30 so we can have some cocktails in between Getting ready in the office toilet This could go one of two ways This could be the best night ever Or something I regret till the end of my days The end of my days song Amor Autogestion Libertaria which uh, I think is the uh, the appropriate pronunciation of that. What does that mean? Something about freedom. Liberty. Love is Amor. Yeah. Uh, libertaria I was yeah, yeah. freedom. What was the middle word? Autogestion. Autogestion. 
Cars, auto, 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 auto gestion, auto, auto gestion. Yeah. Oh, so love auto gestion freedom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, what, I can, what I can tell you is it's taken from his uh, his new EP, which is available from his uh, Bandcamp page. We and should that's... spell him. He's B I L O R D O. Correct. It? And it. his new EP is called Punk de Fogon, which I understand means punk from the oven. Now, the, the may, that may well be taken a little bit too literally. <laughs> right. Maybe oven baked punk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fogon is definitely oven. Is it? Yeah. Mm. Well, I mean, maybe yeah. it means something else as well. Yeah. And oh. punk, I'm assuming, is punk. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway, it's a great little four-track EP that we highly recommend. Yeah. Uh, and you can get it for nothing. Fantastic. But we should, we should suggest that you send him lots of money. Yeah. Can you... I mean, is it one of those... Name Buenos Aires. Pay, pay what you like. One of name your own price, yeah. okay. So we suggest you give him lots of money. But yeah. you can get it for nothing. Pesos, he wants. Yeah. Pesos. Is that, is that the Argentinian currency? I have no idea. I'm saying it is. Yeah. It's not the euro, that's for sure. No. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, check this out, though. The, the, the David, Lin- David Leach CD comes in Come a hand-knitted cover. Everyone unique. So yes. you've got that, haven't you? Well, no. See, different. I would have liked to have been able to show you my cover uh, of the David Leach album, but unfortunately, Mrs. O'Elves uh-huh. has uh, has taken rather kindly to it and uh, and has taken it and it's disappeared. It's in the her car. Ah. Once the CDs go in her car, cover and all, right. you never see them again. Right. She's the the sort of list music listener who will only listen to things she knows. Or and things that are knitted, because she's quite an enthusiast of the old knitting, isn't she? she? Is so yeah, so I, bet, I bet that's what caught her eye. Well, I think initially, yeah. but, but if it stays in the car, it's one of her, song, one of her CDs now, and that's it. Never right. see it again. I've, I've never seen this guy. He's a fascinating character, isn't he? As well as, as, as knitting, uh, you know, this is like a tea caddy or a... a, a it's a CD case, isn't it? Well, it's a CD yeah. case, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I've, well, never, I've never seen. Oven glove. No, I don't say oven glove. Yeah. I was, I was thinking my hot water bottle cover. Oh yeah. You don't see many of them. Well, you put it at the end of your golf club. Yeah, you could, yeah. Um, but then there's, there's the, the track listings here, which also is written out. Yeah. Uh, ele- track 11, Documentary Filmmaker Blues. Documentary f- documentary Filmmaker Blues. Blues. Oh, I see. Live featuring Bill Oddie. Indeed. Yes. Indeed. Literally. Yes, yes. yes. because um, David Leach, by day, he is a documentary filmmaker, and he was playing... He did explain this to he me. Did. He did uh, in our garden as well. He, he, he played at some... He, he was playing live somewhere, and yeah. he got in, and he knew Bill Oddie was going to be there, and he knew that Bill Oddie was a good harmonica playing. So he sent him the song and said, "When I play it live, would you want to get up and do it?" And he's, he he explained to me at the time. And he said, "Well, basically, Bill Oddie had obviously practiced quite a lot because he, he he played the harmonica much better than I sang the song." So it's time for our instrumental spot. Um, Back in the second half of the 90s, I uh, bought all these CDs. Um, The first one came out in 94, I've just read here, uh, called Dope on Plastic. And I've got Dope on Plastic 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 and 6 here. Uh, um, They're kind of trip-hop, if you want want to call it that. Sort of electronic uh, music, um, and it's mostly instrumental. And uh, like I say, it's called Dope on Plastic and uh, goes particularly well with the former of those two. Uh, and I'm going to play a song off uh, Dope on Plastic Free. Uh, uh, but before I... Do, you see this one? You see this one? I'm seeing it now. I'm seeing yeah, it orange. All in, they, yeah, they, but they see that they're all in normal plastic see-through CD cases. Yeah. That one's not. 
And I'll show you something else, Mark. It's part of me that this is dope on plastic five. I'm still annoyed about this. Even well, you bought it, assuming you were going to get the full I, case. I, I know I bought it. It was in a plastic case like that. Can you mm. see a little bit of damage around the edge of the disc there, and on that one around the edge oh, of the yeah, disc? Yeah, yeah. Let me explain what happened. I went to a party, um, and the following day I went to a pub near Queens Park, and it had been recently dumped into one of those fancy gastro pubs. Yeah. And the designer, in their wisdom, had thought, you know, this little recessed halogen light bulbs. He decided yeah. to put some of those in the floor, which I'm sure looked great. Yeah. But of course, if you put your rucksack down on them with a CD inside, it fucking burns the CD. <laughs> so that idiot designer is a twat. Did you so sue? Yeah. Did you sue? No, I just, I just, you know, you told the world about it <laughs> nearly 20 years 20. later on a music podcast. That will show him. Anyway, I'd like yeah. you to read what it says uh, for this track. It's by DJ Food, uh, and DJ Food is, is they kind of produce. Um, they were not, not songs as such, they're kind of beats, beats with the idea that other other DJs will use them. Um, but let, I'm just going to read you a few lines of what it says. The song's called Wallop, and it says here it's an exclusive gem from the Clink Street Stealth Warriors. Oh, yeah. I, don't, I have no idea what the Clink's, what the Clink, Clink's, Clink Street... They make a bit of a rattle as they walk down. Well, Clink Street is, is near London Bridge, it's, it's where the prison yeah, the Clink the used to be. Yeah. Uh, but I've Googled Clink Street... Stealth Warriors to find out if that's the name of a thing. Well, you never see it, will you? They're very stealthy. Well, yeah, there's the, 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 Warriors, I mean. It's not on. a thing. Anyway, an exclusive gem from the Clink Street Stealth Warriors displays their true grasp of funk jazzical trichnology.
So that was um, John Langford's Men of Gwent with the song Adrian Street. And of course, Adrian Street was a Welsh professional wrestler and author known for his flamboyant androgynous wrestling persona who came to prominence in the 1970s. You'll be familiar with him, of course. Um, and I, first, I wasn't familiar with him, oh, but I googled him. Well, I first came uh, across Adrian Street uh-huh. uh, on this. It's this androgynous wrestling Yeah, he looks like a kind of member of a... Is that Luke Haynes? I'm now showing you, yes. This is the yeah. Black Box Recorder album, England Made Me. And that's a yeah. picture of Adrian Street there. Good oh, Lord. Well, I, I, I couldn't see what it was. But, I mean, Luke Haynes has made an album about 70s wrestlers, hasn't he? Yes, he's, this, um, that's a separate album. But this is... This is... Isn't there a Hefner song about 70s wrestlers as well? Uh, I don't There's know. definitely an MJ Hibbert song about 70s wrestlers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wonder how you can uh, describe Adrian Street. I mean, it's flamboyant, isn't he? It's well, he flamboyant. Looks, he looks like that guy from Twisted Sister and, with and the sweet and the sweet well as it says in, on, on the, in the song it says he's, he's like the bloke from the sweet but 50 times bigger yes yeah. so anyway this is a picture of him on that, this album cover uh, with his minor father um, fully... his father who was a minor not, not that he's very <laughs> he's, he's, you know he's very small or young or, 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 in, or in a very sad key Yes, yeah. neither of those things, yes. His, his father, who was... It's the top of the pit, isn't it? It's the, yeah, the pit. and he's got his old, all the pit men behind him. Yeah. And he's there as, as an androgynous... Yeah. Well, it would be a transvestite these days, I guess, but... Well, no, I don't think so. I think, because uh, looking, looking on, online a little bit, his, his, his shtick was, you know, to, like to wind people... A glam rock wrestler, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. I don't think yeah. he was androgynous in, in yeah. any sexual sense. I think he was... He may have been gay, I don't know, but uh, he was... He was I wouldn't say provocative. that to his face. Well, unless he is. Yeah. I mean, Not in the 1970s, yeah. 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 I mean, it was very provocative, I think. Um, but, uh, yeah, so this is, this is from the new John Langford album, uh, which is called The Legend of LL. Um, is John Langford from Gwent? He is Welsh, yes. I'm not sure if he's from Gwent, but he's is, definitely is Welsh. He's the guy from the Mekons. That's right. I thought they were from Yorkshire. Uh, and the Three Johns. Yeah. Uh, Are they not from Brothers? No. Oh, okay. uh, and Pine Valley Cosmonauts. 
Yeah. There you go. Yeah. And uh, yeah, this is his new album, and it's a fantastic album. This is it all about wrestling? No. Is it all about Wales? Yes. Yeah. One's or, about, or one, working class. One's about shit and lies. That's a very good one. Yes, yeah. it's about current politics. Actually, that one. Well, it's probably about right then. Yeah. yeah. I, I found a little clip on on the BBC website you did, of Adrian Street talking, yeah. and there's a good bit where he's basically talking about how. He just decided he wasn't going to go down the mine, and and and, and again, that people you can imagine in a small mining town, uh, that in Gwent, uh, people are just going to go, yeah, yeah, you're going to go off and become a press, professional wrestler. And he says, I'm I'm leaving. He just thought, I'm leaving, never going to come back. I was going to be a professional wrestler or die trying. Yeah, yeah, fair play, and I think it's a suitable elegy for him in the uh, the song. And then before that, then we had uh, DJ Foods Wallop. Yeah, yeah. Rick, you had something to say about this. Well, I saw something uh, on that the Facebook the day. Oh yeah, uh, and it said, um, you know, you spend five pounds, you know, watching some of the greatest iconic gigs of all time, and then we spend a hundred pounds to watch a man with a laptop stand on stage. Mm. And it did something. There was an air of truth in that, <laughs> uh, because I've seen that the Glastonbury on that the TV. BBC two four three mm. uh, all at the same time, covering every single and then every single you know concert on the iPlayer. Uh, and there's a, there's a few of those were I saw them there's just two blokes and they weren't even young blokes stood in front of a laptop hands behind the back this is the trust that was his class now then this is a very exciting moment for me uh, because I can report to you both that during the time our little hiatus the time we've been away uh, I've uh, been in heavy correspondence with two members of Guided by Voices good god oh yes two two yeah, I say well. Okay, former members of Guided by Voices, <laughs> but nevertheless, isn't everyone from Guided by Voices a former member of Guided by Voices? Well, he he makes, not he anymore. Makes Doug Gillard's so. back, is he? Yeah, oh, right. Doug Gillard's oh, back the front in the page. Manner. Yes, this is very exciting news. Uh, but anyway, we don't, we don't need to worry about that just now. What we do need to worry about is my correspondence. And listen, listener. It's proper. It's on on is that paper. A letter, not on email. <laughs> so there you go. Oh, I'm just going to pass that to uh, to Rebecca. This this is a uh, a note that there was a, actually in a package sent to me by Mitch Mitchell. Yes, that one, the one who played guitar on B Thousand. Uh, in fact, Mitch Mitchell, former member of Guy by Voices, uh, 1983 to 1996, 2010 to former member of Acid Ranch, Hazard Hot Rods, and current member of. Mitch Mitchell's terrifying experience mm. and uh, I wrote to Mitch because uh, I realised that he's got a new album out and uh, the only way to get it these days is to contact him through his Facebook page um, <laughs> So, which is what I did mm. and uh, he was very pleased to hear from me I think and then I sent him a picture of all the terrifying experience records that I happen to own which is all of them <laughs> uh, and, and I think he was quite impressed by that <laughs> so uh, not only did he send me the new album uh, which is called Mother Angelina uh, he also sent me this CD which is a demo of a track that's going to be on his next album which is called Slutty Karate <laughs> um, and uh, I asked him if it would be okay for us to play this as a world exclusive oh. and he, he said we can so here we are then this is Mitch Mitchell's terrifying experience and the song Cold Shoulder You Were Giving Me that's in brackets I think
Okay, and there you have just heard Trendspotter Acrobat by Guided My Voices. And the reason we've played that is that the singer and writer of that song is Jim Greer, mm. who is currently in the band Detective, um, mm. who has also been in correspondence with me. Uh, it's very oh exciting. Very, very exciting news this because he's the only person apart from Robert Pollard or Tobin Sprout to have ever appeared on a Guided by Voices record singing the song um, that he has written himself. So good lord, yeah. good lord. So and that's actually on this EP, which is I remember that one. <laughs> there you go, uh, Sunfish Holy Breakfast. Uh, it's got loads of really good songs on it. It's got an interesting cover. It's an EP. It's an EP. Yeah, it's got ten songs on it. Yeah. thirteen songs. On yeah, it. that's on an EP. It's probably about fourteen minutes long. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's got three naked hippies on the front. But it's got this one song, and actually, uh, Detective cover this song. Um, and very exciting news that Detective, including Jim Greer, will be playing in Liverpool uh, this October on Saturday, the 29th of October, at the Evil Eye. You sure you got that date right? Uh, yes, I think so. Okay. Right. Okay. Uh, and they're playing with uh, bands, other bands we like. Good grief! Is it is it not on the twenty fourth of September at the, at the Smithdown Festival thing? Was that a different gig? Is it September? Have I got the dates wrong? It is. It is it's, that. It's, it's the twenty. Yeah, it's the twenty fourth of September then. Is it? Yeah. Let's put it on yeah. the blog. It's the twenty. Yeah, it's the twenty. We might need to check this. No, they're, they're playing at some point <laughs> between now and the end of the year. Is it twenty fourth September? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I don't know why I've got twenty ninth of October then. What's happening on the twenty ninth of October? Dinner. Just another day as far yeah. as we can tell. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they're definitely playing the eye, Evil Eye, which is on Smithdown Road in Liverpool. Uh, and it's with good grief and Vu, and it's free. It's an all-dayer. So definitely go down there and check them out. Kick out the jams, mummy lovers. So we're, uh, the first album we're reviewing on this podcast is uh, the new album by Pete Green. Um, oh, I've got something to show you, Kicker. See if you oh, yeah. see if this rings any bells. Oh, yeah. Do you recognise that? It's a cake. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a. It's a. Do you recognise that? I do. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, this is related to Pete Green. Uh, quite a few years ago, we went to see the three of us all went to see four or five magicians. Oh, yeah. In Manchester, do you That's remember right. that game? I do. Yeah. yeah, in the pub. And they were supported by a band called Amida. A M I D A. Yes. Yes. Yep. Oh, this is the CD I didn't get. Indeed. So, so it was separately, all three of us went up to the to, up to the merch store. Yeah, I remember this. To buy some stuff from Amida. Yeah. And uh, when when I went up, the they gave me this also this additional compilation that they're on. Yeah. Uh, and and then Rebel went up, and they also yeah. gave him a free copy of this additional compilation. <laughs> yeah. Piece of cake, an indie pop compilation for yeah. Big Pink Cake, the, the best, Bristol indie the, pop night. I think you, I remember you described this as the best compilation you've ever heard. And then, and then you went up to the merch stand, and they and then you bought some stuff. And well, they I did. bought stuff. They, we, we all bought stuff. Oh really? But they then they, but they gave us this. Yeah. Anyway, they didn't give me anything. They didn't yeah. give you it. No. Anyway, it is the best compilation I've <laughs> ever made. <laughs> and one of the tracks on it. Uh, is is by the Pete Green Corporate Juggernaut, and it's called oh. One Monday Morning. Oh. And I put that on one of my uh, compilations for you guys a few oh. years ago. And oh, I remember yeah. you both liking it a great deal. Oh, yeah. uh, and uh, anyway, so Pete Green, um, he is, I think this is his second full-length album, but I'm not entirely sure about it. It's called We're Never Going Home. Um, the, the the little I knew of him before this was that he's kind of an acoustic singer songwriter. I mean, that one Monday one Monday morning is quite is is quite sort of political in a way, and it's quite funny. Um, so I was expecting that from this album, and it's it's not really that. It is in places, it's funny in places, but it's not really that. 
it's mainly him and his acoustic guitar. There is um, a couple, there's one song which is just him singing, no, no, nothing at all. There's quite a lot of um, stuff that's recorded out and about. Um, and indeed, I'll tell you a little bit more about that. There's a kind of... Well, just this morning, he sent me some details about the album, uh, and I'd already made a, quite a few notes about it, and I'd written down here that it's, it's, it seems to have a bit of a feeling of a longing for elsewhere, a, a, a sadness and a yearning in quite a lot of the songs. Uh, uh, and then he sent me this, this um, stuff... Uh, about the album and it says a lot of the same kind of things uh, on it. Um, there's there's some you know some stuff that's quite hard going on it. There's the the a cappella track "Homeless Club Kids," uh, which is it sings about the kids dancing in a club and feeling that they're kind of really at, in a special place. And and it's got a repeated line: "The ghosts of dead teenagers sing to me while I am dancing." And I was playing that in the car, mm. and my uh, eldest son, who's six, mm. did say. I don't like this one, Danny. <laughs> uh, so, we, so we had to skip to the next track. The he, he said, this, song, this song's a bit too sad. Yeah. Um, Is this uh, the guy who did the, the Ballad of Phil Jevons? Oh, of course, yes. Which, of course, we, played which we played on our Football Special mm. podcast, yes. Uh, and again, a, a very hu- great song, very but also yeah. quite humorous. Yeah. Um, I mean, there is humour on this album, don't get me wrong, but uh, there's a song on there called Get Drunk With Me Tonight, uh, which expounds the theory, amongst others, that it's kind of a sin not to get drunk. Uh, because you wouldn't want to die and meet your maker, and then he kind of saying, "Well, what have you been doing with your life?" And you you can't you can't say anything because you didn't go and get drunk, no. you know. So you've got you, so it's it's but your see, duty. I get, I get drunk all the time, and I'd meet my maker and he say, "What are you doing with life?" I can't remember. Mm. Well, that's, that's fine because at least you weren't sat at home twiddling your thumbs doing I nothing. So getting drunk is is better than that. But if you um, if you were abstemious, mm. yeah, you could point out to your maker. That you're using a word there that has the five vowels in English in alphabetical order in the same word. Very good. You'd be impressed, wouldn't you? Yeah, but yeah. don't don't be facetious. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Anyway, uh, so um, yeah, there's 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 bits on it. There's a song on there, and it, and the title of the song is is some coordinates. Um, yes, that's right. 53, 53 23, 47, 20 something like that. Mm. Have you typed in those coordinates into? I haven't. Where, into is, it? Google? Where is it? It's a place. Well. Whenever I go to Sheffield, mm. I, b- I believe that um, Pete lives in Sheffield, mm. but whenever I go to Sheffield, I always snigger to myself when you see the signs for the place that's called Penis Stone. Yes, very good, yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, it's near it's near Penis Stone Road, mm. uh, um, which I think is actually pronounced Peniston. Can I just... Uh, it's, and it's, it's, very, it's got flowing water on it, yeah. and uh, looking at the, at the, the coordinates... Yeah. It, I think it must be the River Don because it's right next to the River Don. Yeah. Where, where, so I think that's why it's called that. Is because he's recorded that again. That's it's kind of a quite a a, a sad song. Is talking about darkness rising in me on there. Uh, another more humorous one is the one goes don't don't marry an anarchist where he says things like don't marry a spaceman unless you want to spend unless you're inclined to tilt your head up to the stars yes. or something like that. Great lyrics in that. Lots of. Uh, can I just take yeah. you back to Penis yes. Stone? Yes. Um, because because, it, because Rebel Ricky, I've got a question for you. Oh, go on. Right. What's what's long, and and bendy and can sometimes be stiff, and is got the letters P E N I S in it. Uh, is it a snake with a pen stuck down its throat? No, it's just fine. Ah, oh, of course, yeah. Very nice, yeah. Um, but I'll just I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what. Because um, you boys haven't haven't really listened to this album, so I'll tell you some of my favourite songs in the album, Golden and, Gold. it, and then you can choose which one you want me to play. Oh. Okay. So um, there's a, there's a there's a spoken word song called the Paul, oh. uh, which I asked Pete for more detail about because it's an intriguing 
thing. Mm. Uh, Towards the end of the album, it is his second last track, I think. Yeah. And this is what he said. He said, in the past two, two or three years, I've been become absorbed by the far north. I'm fascinated by the way I can spend all day travelling north from Yorkshire and still have thousands of miles between me and the Arctic. I log into Flight Radar 24 and follow real-time tracks of planes landing at Long Eurobian on the distant Norwegian did, did archipelago. Just, did, you, did you just fade there? No, long uh, yeah. On the distant Norwegian archipelago uh, of Svalbard, I go on Wikipedia and Google Earth and lose entire days reading about the most northerly human settlements on Earth. The pull is a poem about my very limited journey north. I wrote it after visiting Oslo in 2014. It suggests that moving towards the poles is an ancient human urge which still echoes through us today. It plays with the notion of a magnetic resonance between the poles and the iron contained in our blood. It also draws out some of the important links between Britain and Scandinavia. Scotland and Northern England have much more in common in a sort of psychocultural sense with the Nordic nations than the south of England due to a shared history and also manifests it in other ways today. Uh, it was this, this recording was made on a hillside in the Orkney Islands looking down over the town of Stromness and its harbour and the bay below. And if you turn it up loud, you can hear the wind and the sea burns joining in. So we could play that one, mm-hmm. spoken word piece. But it's a, like. it is a poem, isn't it? It's I mean, a poem, yeah. yeah and the, the words of the poem are in the, in the, in the sleeve of the, of yeah. the, of the album. Uh, which you can buy, by the way, from uh, Pete Green Bandcamp page. Um, so just Google, we're never going home, Pete Green, and you'll find it. Uh, another song you might like to hear is one of my favourites called One Hit Wonder, which has mm. probably got the nicest... I mean, there's a lot of great acoustic guitar playing on this album, lots of fantastic... But, but it's... Uh, it's um, I was listening to that song, and I was thinking, this, who does this sound like? Who does it sound a bit like? And, and I got about a minute in, I was thinking, it's Edwin Collins, it sounds a bit like Edwin Collins. And then, then in the lyrics, he mentions Edwin Collins, because mm. he's talking about some people who've had one hit. Mm. One, one hit. Mm. Uh, uh, that's got fantastic melodica on it, fantastic mm. glockenspiel on it. Yeah. Get Drunk With Me Tonight, I could play that one for you, yeah. which is a kind of funny song. Yeah. Golden Goal is a piano-led tale. It seems to be about sort of unexpected or unplanned parenthood. Um, for somebody, and then he, he talks about the gold, you know, the golden gold and extra time in '98, which I've Googled. He's a Grimsby fan. We know that from the Phil Jevons thing. Mm. In 1998, in the auto windscreens final, Wayne Burnett mm. scored a golden goal and uh, for for um, Grimsby, and mm. they beat Bournemouth mm. in goal for Bournemouth that day. The legendary Jimmy Glass, by the way. Yeah. Uh, it's amazing what you can find out on Wikipedia. <laughs> uh, but then later on in that song, he talks about him, himself, I think, and he's saying, "In the autumn of my life, a baby came." And he's singing to, presumably to his kid, I wish you'd known the boy who shares your name. Uh, and it's a very poignant song, very, mm. very sad song. So that's, 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 mm. there's, there's some other fantastic songs on there, but there, there you go. So we, you can have The Pull, which is the... Well, the Rebecca, you, you, you... One were, Hit Wonder, Get Drunk With Me Tonight, or Golden Goal. You were tending to go with drunk, drunkenness, weren't you, again? Yeah, I, I, I always go down that road, yeah. uh, which is probably a mistake. Uh, but <laughs> I, I think after that write-up, you've got to, I've, I've got to hear The Pull. The pull. Carlisle's air felt charged like air above a waterfall. The football caterwauls that flared across the forecourt resonated more raucous for the latitude, as if the North's high magnetism played acoustic engineer, aligning ions, optimising ozone for full reverb. That's some atmosphere. So I drove on for Glasgow, Oslo, heard a Nordic echo of my humble uncles, men who called the children Baines, forefathered by Danes dispersed in longboats to the North Sea's margins, 
Sensing the diaspora, my prompted blood obeyed the pull. I saw three ships in a museum, unearthed by farmers, eerily unravaged by the centuries of tarry ooze that interposed over their Viking burials. These vessels for the afterlife, yet decomposed in air, the fabric of their clinkered oak unravelling an atom at a time. Each archaeologist kills the thing he loves. Three ships dissolved by their own salvaging. I saw three more bound to disperse cargoes of containered iron, concrete, paper, grain and salt beneath a sky conveying carbon. Dusk and ships between them held the stuff of life. A fleet of trucks hauled off the goods, exporting photons from their headlamps to the glassy tabletop of Oslofjord. This school of jiving lights, a spectral replica of Garda Moen's runway. I was riveted. I set my sights on Thurso, Tromso, heard my hosts share theories of light and sociability. Far north, they said, the tilted earth and prismed hours will put a slant on how folk are. They will mark down the southern inclination to elliptical. They will decline to take water with whiskey. They will tend toward the festival, the lantern, sagas, firesides. So, one ship more, the hull of Fram was as a hazelnut, so smoothed and rounded that the polar ice's pulverizing grip would merely slide below the boards. Drawn in, my office worker fingers played across the nameplate on the door of Amundsen's Antarctic cabin, visitor and nervous flyer. Yet the pull that once compelled Nansen, Franklin, Amundsen, ripples to the sandwich-nibbling salarymen of Skipton, Swindon, logging on to trace the paths of satellites across pack ice, pixelated glacial plains, terra incognita by the terabyte. The polar pull makes irony of iron will. Blood tautens with a ferric prickle to the pole's imperative. Okay, uh, our second album review uh, on this podcast is the Johnny Foreigner, new Johnny Foreigner album called Mono No Aware, uh, which is out on Alcopop, is it? I've got the uh, the album yes, is, is now in, in uh, your hands there. I'm I'll say it is, yes, it is Alcopop. You're dropping it's stuff in the floor. Dropping out. Are, you, are you still an Alcopop completist? No, I stopped at 100. Did you? 
So I've got... Is that when they started releasing things as bike helmets and things like that? Well, there's a bicycle. Yeah. Yeah, the bicycles sort of put me off, really. I, I, I didn't really think I could store bicycles. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, I still buy quite a lot of their stuff, actually, but not, not as religiously as in the past. Can I just right. clear something up? Uh, this is recorded... Uh, oh, it's under exclusive licence to Alcopop Records. Thank you very much. Right. Yes. Yeah. And this is their fifth album. Is it? It is. Oh. I uh, thought it was their third album. It's their third album on Alcopop. Right. So, the, so the, I haven't, obviously, I haven't got... Some of the I've got I've got the double album Johnny Foreigner vs everything yeah and I've got the other one the one that came <laughs> up, the, the one that was new album when, that. We, when we saw him live in Liverpool yes. a couple of years ago yeah it's got riff glitched on it and things like that that's right so yeah. those are also on on Alcopop yeah and they had a okay. couple couple before then ah okay um and uh, yeah this is uh, I I think it's this may well be their most complete album in lots of ways I think that because that that double album is lo- is in a, a bit like the Pete Green you would say about you know little songs here and little fragments yeah. here yeah. and it's a, it's a bit like that this yeah. is this is not like that this is full of proper full full songs yes indeed yeah little yeah. sounds uh, I would say it's probably the most melancholic it felt it felt it felt quite sad to me um, but what is is a common theme in, in across all of their albums, of course, is the the mention of ghosts. So there's a lot, yes. of, lot of ghosts and oceans. Fifty four seconds into the first track is the first mention of ghosts. <laughs> yeah. on, on and, but Everest. a lot of o- yeah. oceans as well. I thought in, in this one, um, or perhaps seas and that right. sort of thing. Yeah. So um, yeah, I mean, I I I like it, and uh, the, there are some songs I like more than others. Obviously, I tend. To, we've had this discussion before. I tend to like the. The slower ones, and and less keen on the shouty ones. Right. Well, I'll tell you what I, I tend to like, and they definitely when we saw them live, they did this so much. And uh, um, there's a quite on the double album. There's quite a lot of songs which start off quite quiet, mm. Mm. and then they build mm. and they get louder and louder. Mm. And they, uh, I, I like those ones. Mm. So I was a little disappointed that there wasn't many. They have the opposite this album. on this, though, don't they? The, they have they have fairly loud songs with quiet. Yeah. Yeah. Coders. But yeah, I, I mean, the, you, there's a song called "I'll Choose My Side and Shut Up All Right," which you put on a compilation, yeah, yeah. one of your monthly mixes years ago. Yeah. Uh, and "Don't Show Us Your Fangs," which is probably my favourite yeah. one ever that they've done. Yeah. Uh, which is, is starts quiet and goes loud. Yeah. Um, yeah, and th- there was one "Don't Just Don't," which is. Um, which starts quiet and goes yes. goes quite loud. That's because uh, that, that's and it's got some really good widdly widdly kind of. <laughs> I can't make it up if there's synths or or guitars or maybe both. And the, the percussion ends. on that's really good as well. I think because the intro starts is just guitar and percussion. Uh, well, well, again, again, going back to when we saw them live. I mean, they're 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 a, they're a trio, and the the playing on every single one of their records is. Just amazing. They're, 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 they're not. I think they're not a trio. They're a four-piece. Four-piece. Are they? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Were they a trio when we saw them? Or have I forgotten one? Of them? I think they were four-piece. Okay. Then. Right. Well, anyway. Maybe, maybe you were stood in a position where you could only see. <laughs> yes. <them. maybe. laughs> yeah. I only remember the drummer who also played keyboards, the lady, and, and the, your main man. Yeah. Well, one of them's yeah. called Elvis, and he's difficult to spot. Well, apologies, <laughs> apologies to the guy who who I forgot completely forgotten the existence of. Yeah. But um, but they're not easy songs to play. There's lots of stopping and starting. Yes, There's lots are, of tempo yeah. changes. There's lots of dynamic changes Very from, from loud to quiet and back again. Yeah. And it's it's it, yeah. They're... I mean, what was great about them live is it was so so in time, wasn't it? I mean, I mean, it's, yeah, it's a exactly, yeah. Band, but, 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 but yeah, a really tight band, basically, but, yeah, is what we're trying to say in it. Absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, don't don't just don't uh, don't just don't really like the, the vocals. It's Kelly, I think her name is Kelly Parker. Right. Um, her vocals on this, I think, are fantastic. Um, there's some nice. One of them's called Alexi, isn't he? Yeah. That's the fella. Yeah. Yeah, and he and he he has got that solo project, Your Friends, which we oh, played yeah. that song. 
right. we opened our third pod, first podcast after the last general election with with that song. That's right. Which was an incredible lyric, very very political. Yeah. Right. So we go. So we go to to talking about what. Which song we're going to play then? Well, hang on. Yes. Oh, oh, yeah, I've, got, I've, got, I've got plenty to say. Oh, okay. and, yeah, I'd like you take. I'd like to take you through the album, really. Huh? Um, so the, the, let's start start with the opener because I think I think the opener is quite interesting, in in that it it does as you say set set the scene with ghosts and spooks and all that. What I like about that one, which I haven't heard on their songs before, is is his sort of off mic vocal. You know, sort yeah. of dis distant yeah. vocal. It's but it's a quiet song. It's just, <laughs> Yeah, that's it. Ghosts. He's singing about ghosts. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that's that's called Mount Everest. Um, it sounded it reminded me a little bit of of uh, you know that Velvet Underground song that isn't really very Velvet Undergroundy uh, after hours. Oh. Yeah, that sort of reminded me of that. It's got kind of, kind of swingy kind okay. of. Okay. Well, I like thing. I like that one. And uh, Undevastator, which I think is the second song. Did you notice this? There's a song called Devastator, on their previous album. You can do better. And this is now Undevastator. Uh, that's I quite not clever, isn't it? That. Yeah. That's got a really, really good. That's got uh, the guitar tone, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, then we've got "I Can Show You the Way to Grand Central," which is I like the, the refrain of that, the "Not a Heartbreak Song," but of course it, it is a heartbreak song. Um, and I think that's is that the first time that we hear some brass because if you Rebel Ricky, you've got in front of you who's who's playing the trumpet? Somebody, uh, Nicholas Alexander. Yeah. For for sounds like screaming, uh, Andrew Nesbitt of the Renegade Brass Band. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yes, yeah, so yeah. that's that was one I particularly like. There's actually another uh, guest musician. Now, Rebel Ricky, you'll be all over this. This is Namdi Ogbenoya, and he's linked with lots of bands that you'll be familiar with. He he drums in the Paramedics, Ito, and Pisces at the Animal Fair, Monobody. He plays bass in Nervous Passenger and raps in the Snooper Swag Project. Wow. He's a busy fella. Anyway, he sings on this one, and he does it does it very nicely, doesn't he? And this is on uh, our lifestyles incandescent. Oh, yes, uh, yes. Where I think the vocals work really well. That's that's, that's I think that's my favourite. The the, the uh, that doesn't sound quite like anything else I've ever heard him do before. Yeah, no, the, I agree. the vocals on that. I mean, um, just it, because we don't party like we used to. But that, all those layered vocals, very treated, very mm. processed. Yeah, it sounds a bit like it sounds a bit seventies, mm. but. Almost a bit like Queen, yeah. Uh, with a, but but also it's, at the same time it sounds. Queen does that? Does that? Do you recognise that at all? It's a robot. No, but yeah. the, the the Queen News of the World album uh-huh. right, had a figure almost identical to that with a background almost identical to that on the cover. Right. There you go. Good, yeah. good knowledge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, at the same time, it sounds a bit like Queen. It also sounds because it's got that processed. I don't know if it's autotune or songify or whatever it is that people do to do it. But you know, I know you're. You're you're a big fan of Kendrick Lamar, mm. you know, and he he has that kind of weird, messed up vocals on his mm. stuff, um, and a lot of some contemporary hip hop has that on it as well. And it, I, I, yeah, I, I love that. Song. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. and uh, but uh, lots that... and lots of stops and starts. It's kind of starts it's off very acoustic, and it's got the noisy sense, bit, noisy yeah. instrumental bit, and then it's got yeah. the 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 kind of just because we don't party like we used to doesn't mean we're not alive. Bit. Toward, to, uh, which could be our motto, couldn't it? Could be our motto for trust the <laughs> yeah. yeah, that and I also there's there's funny thing because I I actually into the belt, uh, uh-huh. which is uh, lots of shouting and stuff, which I don't particularly like, but it goes into a brilliant ending. I really like the the end bit of that. And similarly, the song uh, you can't be on if you can't be honest, be awesome, which is a pretty cool title. That's a good it? one. Yeah. Um, again, there's a the end of that, which is where the trumpet comes in again. 
I think probably that's my favourite part of the album, if not my favourite song. And I, th- and I think that one, if if you went to see them play live, that would be a, like a real highlight because it's yeah. again, it's got lots of, uh, it's it's all sounds fairly chaotic, but it's also very very think, tight. Because yeah. I, I thought that was quite poppy actually. That song, there's got there's fuzzy guitar. It reminded me a bit of Bis. Do you remember yeah. this? Yeah, of oh, course. Yeah. With, the, with the Yelpies yeah. sounds. Yeah, um, with the shouty vocal kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, and uh, yeah. but there's a fantastic the guitar at the end of that. The the guitar led coda, which is when the trumpets come back again, is particularly good, I think. Um, and then towards the end, we've got Cliff Jumper, which is another guitar tour de force. No, you know, if I was if I was uh, their manager, mm. Cliff Jumper would be the song I would. I'm not necessarily saying, saying it's the best song, but it's. I think it's. You know, it's three and a half minutes. It's catchy. It's, it's defiant, got a really great guitar it? riff. It's yeah. it's pretty full on and it's yeah. fast and it's it, it, it that would be, you know, the radio hit of the album. Yeah, maybe so. Yeah. yeah. Although well, I, I like it a great deal, but not necessarily my favourite song. My favourite song though is actually the last song, uh, which is perhaps unsurprising because it is a quieter one, um, and I think that's that's the one for me where the the vocals of Kelly and Alexi work together. And it's just got best. the electric guitar on it, that one. Yeah. Yeah. I really like that, which is called Decamps the Atlantic. So, I mean, it's, I tend to like the slow ones. Yeah, that's a, it is, yeah, it's a very nice way to close the album. But it has lots of moments. Rebel Ricky, yeah. you're, you're, you're holding a, a picture in your hand. Well, there's a number of things I'd say about this. <laughs> Obviously, I, I don't... Well, I've not heard as much Johnny Forrest as you two guys have. I think I've listened to this twice, and listened to it today... And I was I was pl- very pleasantly surprised because like you I thought I like the ones where you know it, it's it's there's some few different vocals you know the female and male vocals and it's a bit slower and more melodic mm. and then when they play those bang 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 ones I think oh that's not really <laughs> not really what I'm into uh, but this is much more accessible isn't it mm. and the guitar sound they got all the way through I think yeah. it's absolutely fantastic yeah but but the thing the reason I'm musing over this picture here yes. is that, th- that this really connects with me <laughs> because this is a picture of Boston Terrier yeah, that's right. and I used to have a Boston oh, did Terrier you? Yeah. I did and I thought my god yeah. it's Lucy <laughs> <laughs> is it the same thing on the back of it it's just a picture of the Boston it's a, Terrier it's a returns from I don't know why, mm. I don't know why it's in there to be honest with you mm. but yeah no <laughs> it's a returns <laughs> it's a return. Well, I've never had a returns form in a record before. Is it? Yeah, if you want to return it, if it's faulty product, or something. don't encourage people to <laughs> refund or exchange this. Mm. Oh, there are other, th- other things in there, weren't there? There's a po- the poster you had. Uh, the, the, the posters are uh, impressive, a it? very interesting thing. There's the uh, there's the alcohol pop, uh, you know, leaflet for other alcohol oh, stuff. Yeah, that's what it is, yeah. But I mean, that's a remarkable thing. I was trying to figure. That, uh, just to explain to the listener, it's a sort of a thin A3 poster. And at the bottom, it's got a lot of people standing looking at something. Well, and then there's one fella with with his arm shot up in the air, not like a Nazi salute, <laughs> just straight up in the air. Yeah. And then they're looking over some sort of valley with a with a, a lake in it. Yeah. Then you've got, as I explained, the uh, huge <laughs> metal robot type character yeah. with a load of lines around it. And then, but the weirdest thing is, you've got this little. Um, like it's a ghost. A, it's a ghost. Is it a ghost? Yeah. Is that is that is their logo really? Is that their logo? Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like a yeah a Pac-Man style ghost, but slightly more creepy. Yeah. yeah. Pac-Man head. On, on what though? Sort of, I think he's riding a maybe a broomstick of some description. It's a broom, that's not a broomstick. Well, surely. what is it? I don't know. It's like half of a dumbbell and, and half of a gun, that's and it's blood. red. Yeah. What it's, is that? It's very peculiar, isn't it? It's um, it's peculiar. art, is what it is. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it is. Some kind of satellite dish. Combined with some kind of dumb, you know, what do you call weightlifting? Dumbbell, thing. yeah, dumbbell. dumbbells, yeah. 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 
Yeah. So anyway, should we play a song? Play a song. Yeah, so, let's play a song. Well, I mean, the the robot, by the way, is yeah. from. Uh, he looks like. Have you ever seen that that fifties film, The Day the Earth Stood Still? Ah, yes, that's yeah, right. I'm pretty that's sure that's yes, from yeah. that. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll give you three that I particularly like, and then see yeah. how that for you. So, okay. so the, an early favourite was I can show you the way to Grand Central. Um, I also really like our lifestyles, incandescent, and decants the Atlantic is my favourite song. Okay. Uh, our, our, our lifestyles incandescent would would definitely get my vote. Yeah. Uh, I like Cliff Jumper. But I like. I've, I've got. Uh, yeah. I've got Cliff Jumper, our lifestyles incandescent, and Undevastator. And and if you can't be honest, be awesome. Okay. But my, well, definitely my favourite is our lifestyles incandescent. Let's play that then. Just 
love Simon Love. Uh, we've played him a few times. Of we heart heart the, as well, don't we? We heart Simon Love. Oh, yeah. Right, yeah. Uh, the uh, the third podcast, Trust the Wizards podcast number three, mm -hmm. which was my best of two thousand and twelve. We played a song called Motherfuckers, oh, yeah. um, which was but when he was going by the name Simon Love's Cock and Balls. Mm. He's since lost the cock and balls. Haven't we all? Uh, yes, and he, indeed, if you listen to his album, he's got a song about cutting it off. Mm. Um, uh, last year, I think, certainly two of the three wizards were unanimous in their favourite song of the year being Correct. the new Adam and Eve from his magnificent album. Uh, it seemed like a good uh, idea at the time. And the other, the other and wizard the, was wrong. The other, yes. Um, but he's got a new EP out. Um, it, yes, it came out last month now uh, because we've been off for a while. Uh, but it was out in time for Wimbledon. Uh, a brilliant four-track EP. It's got a new version of, of this song, Motherfuckers, on it. It's got another song on it which is uh, very good and contains uh, uh, a really good lyric saying, In a bucket of fried chicken, I found my salvation. But uh, when when me and you saw him play live at supporting Always Charles mm -hmm. in Manchester, check out trustwizards.com for our fantastic uh, mini podcast from there <laughs> uh, Simon Love and Oris Charles at Gulliver's Manchester uh, he played this song it was a new song then yeah. and we both were kind of bowled over by it we were, and yeah. uh, thought this, this is something a bit special yeah. so we're very pleased that it's, it's now out yeah. um, and it's called Tennis Fan you can get it from simonlove.bandcamp.com Advantage Love To win against the wall Never saw you sipping barley water Didn't know you wanted
Well, that's all from the Trust the Wizards podcast tonight. It just remains for, to say goodnight from, from me, uh, Rebel Ricketh, uh, and from the Slayer of the Common Man, Mr. Kickervels. Good night. And from the man they call the Earl of Pearl, it's Sharitho Garbanzo. Good night. Good night, listener.